When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. All right, what is up, you guys? Welcome to Bleach Boys, episode 11. We're still in the very beginning parts of the Huecamundo arc. This episode, we should get to see uh, Ichigo versus Don Panini. Ooh, I oh, love him. Who, that... Let me ask you guys a quick question. Can you remember what his actual name is? It's not Don Panini. No, I just know him as Don Panini. Any Don guesses? Paella. Not even close. Don Quixote. So we'll learn what his real name is in this episode as well. Is it well. completely wrong? No, it's not. Oh, okay. it's, it's close. And then we also get to see the first half, I would say, of Rukia versus Espada number nine. Oh, who's got a very one. long name that I have written down and I will butcher come later. Is it the flower guy? No, he's the dude with the flask and he's got the well, two He's got the two heads, the long yeah. two. Okay, I he, can't remember he which He pretends to be fight. her ex-vice uh, ex, captain. Yeah, that's right. Ex-boyfriend. So, yeah, we get to see that and then we get some more Nell stuff, which is always good. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We end right at the half mark where it switches over to the Ishida fight because nobody wants to see that. Oh, wait, what? No, 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 hold <laughs> up. Don't disrespect me like that. Warning. This Bleach podcast features many spoilers from the upcoming anime arc, Thousand Year Blood War. So if you've not read the manga or you do not want to hear spoilers for the upcoming arc, viewer discretion is advised. So I got to say a little bit of a meta comment. When I was doing the last podcast thumbnail, okay, mm -hmm. so I had Ashido in it and uh, Nell. Where's the two? And I was just Googling like Ashido PNG. It auto-completes to Ashido Bankai. And I was like, oh, Aww. that's weird. So it right? That's weird. And then I was like, let me get a background. Like, what do I want to put their two PNGs on? I was like, well, Menos Forest, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So I searched Menos Forest and see what comes up. What comes up is the main bad guy from the uh, the Zanpakuto Rebellion arc. Like okay, the one yeah, that happens yeah, yeah. way later that yeah. I haven't oh, seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It shows him in the Menos Forest. So I wonder if Ashido comes back later. Oh, that would be wow. so dope! So, I hope so. I haven't seen that filler arc, so I don't he's, know. He's such a like good character to waste. Yeah, it, but it would seem weird. Like I started thinking, I was like, oh, but if he comes back, like how does the time frame work out on that? Maybe he's like, a guild uh, arts, yeah. Because it's weird that he would still be there, and it's like just it's, even it's, if it's all it's all weird. Just like the Motsuls are like kind of reoccurring like filler characters. Yeah. I would rather him be like a reoccurring filler character. Yes, than, he's awesome. Because he, yeah, yeah he's like broken. the Motsuls, yeah. He but he'd just be the overpowered dude. Yeah. So let's start with the episode, the first one that I watched this week. We get to see uh, Olkior and Orhime talk, which is always good. We know they secretly love each other. Is this like pillow talk? Uh, a little bit, because let me tell you what he says. He tells Orhime that since uh, since now uh, they're that close. Oh. Or now that she wears the clothes of the Espada, so she has her new uh, outfit yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. She isn't the same person she used to be. This is Olkior telling her that. Mm -hmm. Then he makes her say out loud, he tells her to repeat this, saying that her body now belongs to Lord Aizen for whatever he wants. Yikes, dude. This is we find out Olkior actually has a uh, like third personality fetish where he yeah. portrays himself. He as likes to be real, real I think weird. he likes being cucked. Oh. So if you remember where we cut off last time was Renji and Ichigo were just about to break through the wall into Lost Noches officially. Mm -hmm. So we get to see them do that. Um, and once they break open the door, they try to ditch Nell at this point telling like you know, we should stay outside like don't come in here you know they're, they're trying to protect her yeah you know. they are they are but Nell of course runs after them being uh, the only one person who thought this through saying that uh, they're both branded traitors so the safest place for them is with you guys so yeah. Yeah. sorry she uh, tells Ichigo not to leave her she's running after him and all of a sudden you hear a super loud noise and all of a sudden her voice starts to get farther and farther away and nobody knows what's happening oh. Ichigo, of course, being the guy he is, runs towards the voice and runs into Donde Chaka and Peshe instead. And they're like, wait, we were following Nell. Like, how did this, like, what? Oh, no. Chad immediately is like, oh, maybe that. It points to, like, a giant fucking air shaft that was just in the she middle of the ground. sucked in with, like, a ladder. Shaft. Like, a, like, a maintenance shaft almost. Oh. And it's just like, oh. 
Classic comedy. Yeah. So Ichigo Slap jumps sick. down after Nell, and she's just sitting there, and she's kind of like shit talking Ichigo, like stupid fucking Ichigo, like <laughs> you fucking left me alone. And then Ichigo shows up, and she of course one eighty's like, oh, it's like, I'm so glad you saved me. <laughs> so everyone else is on their way down the ladder, and then the roof above them begins to crumble because it's just shoddy craftsmanship. Uh, of course, those and are Spada. They all kind of jump down, and Ichigo ends up getting fucking crushed by the wall. <laughs> like, everybody <laughs> else course. dips out except for Ichigo. Um, Nell says that the upper bit was built by Aizen, so the part they were originally in. But she doesn't know what this lower part is that they're now stuck in because oh. the roof collapsed. Because mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't have fallen if it was built by Aizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, he's a master. They yeah. run into a dead end, which Uryu is able to, like, tell, like, oh, this is the newer building that, like, Aizen supposedly built because it's built with different materials compared to the shitty part that they're in. Such a weird part uh, of the anime I never remember. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I they're kept this part craft, in here. I was like, it's so weird because they're in it for all of two minutes because then Ichigo busts through this wall and, and reveals a set of stairs that go to another dead end. They bust open the other wall. And it's like, why did we even see that part? Like, I don't I don't think that ever comes into play again, the fact that there's an old it's just a maze. Yeah, that, underneath uh, this. It's, it's Baragon's old castle, right? I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. So uh, Ichigo busts through off the wall, and then they finally enter the classic room that I'm sure we all remember, which is the uh, center room with the five paths yeah. going different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, they all begin to feel, like, super strong spiritual pressure. Like, I don't know if that's on purpose by Aizen doing it or not, but they all, like, you immediately see, like, the fucking lines. Like, oh, shit. Aww. That's such a cool effect. Yes. It still is. Ichigo says, uh, Nell, unfortunately, we're going to have to part ways after all. The spiritual pressure is too strong. There's no way you guys would be able to take it. But Nell is just sitting there, like, not reacting to it at all. Like, oh, that's right. So, like, he doesn't put that together, but she's literally just sitting there like, what? Like what is she doing about? her little derpy face that she does? Yeah. Oh, I you know, fucking love her. So I rewatched a clip because you had told me about a clip that made you like cry. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of Bleach. I yes. was like, oh yes. man, I gotta watch this. See, didn't yeah. hit me as hard for one, but oh, I, I also it. don't think I had enough context. I love it. But there's a part when the Mugetsu gets used and. Aizen's like, oh, you can't feel somebody's spiritual pressure um, when they're on a different level. Mm-hmm. Like when you're on a different level, it doesn't even affect you. Kind yeah. of thing. I was like, oh. so do you think whoever amateur? Um, so it's really cool because like basically you won't be able to feel anything from that person. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, just, it you're just completely me. clueless. Yeah. So I wonder if like yeah, Nell is just on a different level who from whoever's yeah, doing this. Yeah, it's super possible that she's like for her. She's like, oh, what do you mean? Like yeah. it's not even I don't feel anything. Uh, so Rukia, weirdly enough, is the first to suggest that they should just all go five paths wow. simultaneously. She's your Stupid. girl. We she's your fucking yeah. girl, dude. <laughs> oh like, my I God. wouldn't expect that from somebody else, but she's like, because they're all kind of trying to think of strategy. And she's like, oh, let's just all split up. Let's she is go. your girl. That is yeah, your girl. Yeah. <laughs> because this is all, it gave me flashbacks from D&D. Yeah. So, I, I said we go different directions. Josh, you go this way. No, I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly so, go in the wrong direction. Ichigo tries to protest. I'm like, no, we should just stick together and go down each one. But he's shut down by Renji. Oh, who fuck Renji is, says, uh, let's just go ahead and do it. Separate. It'll be the quickest way to save Orihime. And before they separate, they should do a charm together. So, oh, is this they, something they hold hands? We are now about 100 episodes into the anime and have never heard before. Well, it's a ritual the 13 Court Guard squads has used over the years, but it's fallen off recently. So that's why we haven't heard it. Ah, there you um, go. They all join hands. And I'm going to read you Renji's little uh, charm here. Oh. No, thank you. I hope I would not charm you before we go into battle. I'd hope Too you far. <laughs> As we approach the crucial battlegrounds, believe that our blades will not shatter. Believe that our resolve will not weaken. Though our paths may diverge, our iron hearts will remain together. Swear that though the land itself may break asunder, we will come back here alive. And then they all split, perfectly knowing which path everybody's going down because Bullshit. they don't double up, and they all run off. And they fucking leave Nell there. They just like they Aww. leave her without saying anything. So we get to see Nell and company who are left behind. Donachaka and Peshe are both like, yeah, this sounds good. Let's just leave. It's like, yeah. fuck that. But then Nell starts to run forward. She, said, she says that she's going after Ichigo. Nell had fun, lots and lots of fun, and she still wants to play with the others. Aww. So Donachaka uh, and Peshe, they turn to each other, and they kind of high-five like, yeah, okay, let's do it. By the time they turn around, Nell is gone, and oh, they have Jesus. no idea they, they where she oh, went. No. Absolutely no idea. Olkiora, we get to see him again. He's leaving Orihime's cell where he's confronted by Noetra. He's Noetra. finished. Noetora? Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. Noetora. It was a weird pronunciation when I was watching it. Uh, he's basically trying to provoke Okiora into like beating the shit out of Orihime. Like, oh, you punish her yet? Like, hey, you hey, taken down oh, a peg? He's into like, some weird shit. But he's just not biting at all. Like, Okiora's like, uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. So Okiora can destroy uh, that bitch. Okiora goes on to explain that before coming here, Aizen has placed her in several psychological cages when he brought her here. What? Which huh? he explains now, okay? 
By giving her a reprieve and allowing her to say goodbye to her friend in such a tense situation, she will believe that she uh, that we have shown her sympathy and we are on her side. Oh, wow. Which yeah. will eventually weaken her will. But in truth, her friend's lives were not in danger during that 12-hour period at all. Oh. Furthermore, even though she was forced to surrender by allowing her to choose someone to say goodbye to, she would get the idea that she had done so by choice. Yeah, yeah. damn. And by making her return to the rendezvous part, uh, point before taking her to Hueco Mundo ensured that she bought into our plan completely, the idea that she chose us was etched even deeper into her mind, and gradually she will lose the will to run away. Damn. That's some and deep shit. He continues. There's oh, another no. psychological cage. By letting her say goodbye to one friend would mean that she would most likely leave evidence of her doing so, which she did. Which, the, yeah. The evidence of, have, of her having said goodbye becomes completely undeniable proof to our enemies that she was completely free to do what she wanted until she surrendered. In other words, the stronger the evidence, the more her friends would be inclined to believe that she betrayed them and wasn't going against her will. Which is exactly what the captain commander thought. Yep. If you remember Damn, hook, line, friend. and sinker. Yeah. And then he does go on to think of Ichigo and everybody out here. And he's like, though, that last part wasn't a complete success. But it's safe to say that the Soul Society won't be getting involved. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Which is wild because I still think the Soul Society getting involved wasn't even going to phase Aizen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> so think he would have killed most of the Aizen people Aizen shows up in quite a few bits during these episodes. And oh, he's just chilling. He's hard. Is he just chilling. doing the little... So Okiar goes on and says, uh, right now, that girl doesn't have the strength thrown away. She doesn't have the strength or the will to defy us. And now we get a flashback with Orihime and Aizen talking. He dismisses the two Aronkar girls that were guarding her chambers, which I think are the ones that come to beat the shit out of her later. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells Orihime that he wanted to show her something and then summons the Hogyoku up from the floor. Like, and he's like, this is the Hogyoku. Could you do imagine you want being able this? to do that shit? Yeah, he says, he has chosen to show this to her for one reason, to show that I trust you. You have a phenomenal power. You can negate things that have happened and possess the ability to erase entire events. What if she negated the fucking Hogyoku? And then so, just... Jose, let me maybe Orihime is your girl, Jose, because he does go on to say, Orihime, will you use your power for? Uh, will you use your power for me? Won't you? And Orihime is thinking to herself now. She's like, I don't think he showed me the Hogyoku because he trusts me, but at least I know where the Hogyoku is now. He, uh, she thinks, thank you, Ichigo, for coming to save me, but I now know what I must do. I must use my power to erase the Hogyoku's existence. I mean, you, I did call dibs on her a long time which ago, she but is she a is a bit of a stupid. dumb bitch there yeah. because if you, like, obviously you got to try to put yourself in the mindset of Orihime. She probably doesn't know much about Orihime, like us as, 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 as a viewer yeah, does. Yeah. So she does not know that he's, like, a master planner. Yeah. Because definitely. to us, like, what a dumb bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, he clearly showed you that for a reason. And he, knew, yeah. he knows what you're going to do. Yeah. It's like he's not a he's, he's just a said tactician. what your power is and then he's like oh yeah this thing is super precious to me please <laughs> don't, don't erase, erase it. it don't touch the button it's the key to my plan please just leave it if you erase this is actually the friends uh or your friend's head yeah. and yeah. you're just gonna negate their head off but she just fucking bites and it's just like okay sure but solid i mean that's some resolve yeah. on her end yeah you know? totally totally Oof. if she was a badass I'm she could have sure done I it i remember her ever doing it so i mentioned no, to I see if she, she tries and i just don't yeah. remember uh, we're moving on to the next episode. That was episode number one this week. Wow, that was really quick. Wow. Yeah, we see an Aronkar with a stunning mustache yeah. uh, stalking Ichigo from the rafters of a hallway. He's mm. just about to jump down to attack Ichigo from behind, but then he hears another uh, like pair of steps coming from behind. It's Nell. Yay! She jumps towards Ichigo, uh, screams his name, and then uses super acceleration and headbutts yeah. him right into the fucking stomach. I love oh. that. Super acceleration. Uh, Ichigo is asking, like, hey, what happened to the others? And Nell is like, oh, Baba Baba, I left him outside because he wouldn't be happy in the building. And he has to eat sand all day to stay alive anyways. Oh, he has and to eat sand? Yeah, that's what she said. Huh. He has to Sad eat life. sand all day to stay alive. <laughs> Ichigo then, like, they're talking, and he, like, senses that all of a sudden the Ronkar is in the rafters, and, like, he knows that he's up there. So he calls out to him, and he tries jumping forward, uh, the Aronkar, from rafter to rafter, kind of run away. Um, but then he fucking slips yeah. and yeah. falls down. I love that guy. And then we get to meet Dordoni. Dordoni, yeah. the magnificent Aronkar number 103. Oh, that's his name, Dordoni? Dordoni. So they call him Don Panini just... So he Ichigo calls him Don Panini once, once at the very end of the fight. And oh, that's it. We, I don't know why we caught on to Don Panini so hard. We were in high school. Because we have always referred to him as Don Panini ever I since think I could remember. We, what's, the, what's the guy, the wahaha guy's yeah, name? Yeah. What's his name? I don't Don, know Don, Co- Don Kanoji? Don Kanoji. Don, Don Kanoji. Kanoji. Oh. I think we put Don and then just Panini together. Yeah. And we're like, Don Panini. Because I, like when he said Dordoni, I was like, no, that's not his name. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, they translated for English? It's like, no. 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 
Uh, Ichigo's like, that's a pretty high number upon hearing number yeah. 103. And then asked Nell, was like, didn't you say there were only two-digit Aronkars? And Nell's like, yeah, that's right. Never heard of a three-digit Aronkar. I don't Ew. know that. No. So that pisses off Dordoni. Eventually, Ichigo and Dordoni begin to fight. Um, we get to cut away. We see Gin appear to Tozen, who is watching kind of the monitors, keeping eye on all the fights that are happening. Ah, so he's that guy on fucking Which, Among Us. Let me just note, he's blind. Let's all remember. <laughs> so how is he seeing the monitor? Please zoom in on Josh's face. He's dying. <laughs> like right how? Now. How does that happen? Um, he he. he it's d- like black sheep being on monitor. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> black sheep. He fucking popped out right in front of you. Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> so in the room, Wanderweiss is there as well, and he's like oh, hanging okay. out at the doorway. And he's just, like, hanging out with Tozin. And Tozin is like, yeah, uh, he's like, I believe that those with pure intentions are drawn to each other. So, like, he's oh, kind of saying Wanderai's yeah, I mean, pure yeah. intentions. But then he does go on to say that he doesn't know what his pure intentions are. So that's, oh. like, a bit of a mystery to him. Pure uh, intention for murder. Yish. And he Tozin says that Ichigo's gang is currently in the den of Trace Sifras. Tozen goes on to say Tres Cifras is three digits. It's Spanish. I don't know if that's right, Jose. You have to correct me on that one. I think it is. Um, and he says, if you meet in a wrong card with a three-digit number, that being is inferior and has been demoted. Oh. That means it's done something unforgivable and has been stripped of its rank. Mm. All those with a three-digit number are called Prevarone Espada. Dordoni goes on to explain now to Ichigo that Prevarone Espada means one who has lost its place as an Espada. Uh, so they were powerful. They were original Espadas. And he says, any Aronkar with a three-digit number is someone who used to be an Espada. We're the strongest here besides the current Espada. Damn. What? So, you know, it's still pretty good Don Panini, he would have been yeah. a great Espada. Yeah. I, well, he I, was. Well, I mean, like, if we got to see him, yes, I think he'd be yeah. funny as fuck. I, I want to say... I'm loving the fact that you're having to pronounce all these Spanish <laughs> words, and I cannot wait till Thousand Year Blood work. Yeah, uh, all, the, all the, the German, German words. German's yeah. fucked, man. Sternritter. Sternritter. So, you um, <laughs> at this point, Ichigo and Dordoni begin to fight. Ichigo eventually gets kicked into the wide open room that most of the fight I remember happening is in. Yeah, uh, which is your classic uh, Huacamundo Square. Giant yeah, it's room. the square classic with all the room. pillars. Yeah. The, his doesn't have any pillars. Oh, is it uh, just a square? Uriu's room that he fights in has the fuck ton of pillars. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Dapadidi room you're talking about? or The Dordoni room is just a wide open square room. But is it like pink and green? Um, no. 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 I would what? not describe it as pink and green. Something, like, I feel like the floor was green and like It was the like a bluish color. I yeah, can't it's remember. the same color scheme. A lot of the rooms have the same color scheme. Okay. Um, Ichigo eventually gets fucking slam dunked into a wall. And Dordoni is like, Ichigo, uh, your reactions are slow. Defense is weak. You can't even deal with a sudden change in your stance. It's like fighting a baby. Uh, oh, that's right. He calls him a baby the whole yeah. time, right? Dordoni tells him to use his bankai. Ichigo, of course, refuses. And this is the whole fight, pretty much. Yeah. Ichigo refuses, saying he won't do it. He has a mission, and he won't compromise it. He says, right now, I have one goal. I have to defeat all the Espada. I can't afford to waste Good my bankai luck. against just anyone, especially if they're not Espada. He lives in that thing. Yeah, well, not now, Jose. So they fight some more. Uh, Dordoni keeps saying not to underestimate him, and then he eventually releases his Zanpakuto, which he basically just summons, like, two tornadoes out of his legs. Right, yeah. And then they go into, like, almost, like, two peacock heads that he can control and, like, fuck you up with. What's the name of his Zanpakuto? I'm not sure if I wrote that down, so pass. It was, like, flamenco. No, I don't know. Samurai flamenco, yes. Uh, I got you. Ichigo starts getting absolutely mollywhopped here and tries to fire against Goten Shodan, but he just dodges and okay. kicks Ichigo out of the way. Uh, Nell sees Ichigo get slammed into the ground with Dardoni kind of standing above him laughing at him. She's kind of tearing up. She's like, Ichigo's going to die. And then we see the eye of her hollow mask kind of light up. Mm. And that's the end of this episode. Oh. So so he hasn't gone Bankai, right? No, he's not but gone Bankai. Did you say, and this could be just you wrote it down as it, sure. but does he say Getsuga Tensho? Yeah. He can do that yeah, without Bankai? Yeah, he can Bankai? do Getsuga Tensho. So, I Getsuga Tensho is blue. I thought he could do Getsuga. It, Getsuga is just short for Getsuga Tensho. Really? The full name is Getsuga, yeah, Getsuga Tensho. Tensho. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Giralda. What he like, said. What Storm or something what like that. What he said. Next episode, we oh. see uh, Renji <laughs> sensing that Ichigo is fighting, and then he begins to hear a weird noise behind him. Uh? He okay. That was not the noise. <laughs> he turns around and sees Donde Chaka chasing oh, behind no. him. And hey, what you doing, like, boy? Dude, that is really. I I'll show you guys the dub voice when we're done. He's just going like no 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 like clearly looking for Nell. And Donde Chaka eventually explains that if they don't find Nell and stop her. Nell will. Nell will. And then Rinji fucking runs away because he thinks he's creepy. Um, I mean, yeah. Does he come up with like the spooky face kind of thing? <laughs> yes, yes. So back to Ichigo, who is continuing to get his ass completely beat here. Um. 
it kind of ruins his point of like trying to clearly save his power for the Espada because he's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. It's like his body is fucked. But, you know, Dordoni keeps telling him, just use your Bankai. Like, what are you doing? Like, use your Bankai and he keeps beating Nino, his ass. Right? He does call him Nino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so nice. Ichigo, at one point, like, he's got him pinned and Ichigo fakes that he's going to do his Bankai. Like, he puts his thing yeah. together and Dordoni's like, oh, finally. And then sneaks a, he sneaks attacks Dordoni. Like, but he finally, just fucking boy. blocks. Dordoni, like, he tries to attack Dordoni. He's just like, wah. <laughs> I don't remember okay. him being that powerful at first, but I do he remember he was better. Yeah. So, Dordoni gets mad and is like, oh, you must be punished, whatever. And then goes to fire a Saro at his mm-hmm. dumbass. He shoves Ichigo away. As he's flying backwards, fires a Saro at him. That's how you do it. So, yeah. the Saro is coming at Ichigo. He's flying in midair. He can't fucking do anything. He closes his eyes, kind of like bracing for impact, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then he opens his eyes and see Nell is there. And oh, she's oh, it, right? eating the yeah. Saro. She completely takes in all the Saro, tries to like hold it in with smoke coming out of her mouth, like, and she eventually can't, and she fires it back at Dordoni. Oh, yeah. And she Kirby. goes, listen, you, don't you be mean to Ichigo again. Yeah, I and love her. So, that was so fucking good. I'm shipping it still. Still shipping so it. So good. Um, from the smoke of the impact, we then see like a red ball get thrown out and absolutely fucking nail Nell. Just like, no. Boo. Dordoni's head is bleeding. Like half of his hollow mask is broken from that. Oh, Zero. Uh, Dordoni comments saying he doesn't know who you are. He's not like, I don't know who you are, little baby, but you are quite impressive. Aww. And then he goes to finish her off. And just then we see a black Etsuka fly uh, and stop his attack. So he's got the mask on. With a cut being made Dordoni. He does not have the mask on at this point, I believe. Ichigo apologizes to Nell saying uh, she got hurt because he was being stubborn about something that doesn't even matter. He explains, when I came here, I wanted to do the right thing, so I decided in order to fight on the level of Espada, I shouldn't use my Bankai and anyone else. That was stupid, which is fucking correct. Yep. yep. So he's he's Bankai at this phase, Finally. which is why the Black Etsuka, I think, is a Bankai thing. Got yeah. you. Uh, Dordoni immediately calls him out and says, like, yeah, that's all noble and stuff, but you have a stronger form. It's like, ah, yeah. why do they do that? It's like, you can't act like, oh, I'm sorry, I was saving this power. It's like, no, you got a next level. Come on. Uh, Level up, bitch. He goes on to explain. He says, I know all about the holification. He calls it out by name. Damn. And says, we're aware of what goes on in the world of living and all the battles that you fought there. And then tells him to use it. He tries to attack Ichigo again. But this time, he's able to block his attack easily like Ichigo Mm -hmm. is. Uh, Dordoni keeps attacking. Tells him to use his full power. He's not doing it. And he eventually ends up going after Nell. Like, he's like, oh, "Oh, you're not going to use it. And, like, Ichigo's holding Nell in her arm trying to, like, fight. And Mm -hmm. so he goes after Nell scratches her cheek like just barely making her bleed and Dordoni explains saying that your goal is to defend your friends while my goal is to defeat you at full strength so my strategy is simple here yeah uh, that makes sense Ichigo Dude. finally gets the gist of it agrees he sets down Nell's like hey can you give me a few some space yeah. and like but she runs off back behind him a few steps and Ichigo's like you're fine there I don't plan on letting any spiritual pe- uh, pressure pass me so you'll be fine oh, and I was like what are you talking about Ichigo apologizes and uh, to Dordoni and is like sorry I can only show it to you for an instant then we get probably one of the coolest hollow mask entries we've had so is far it where, like- where it's this it, you don't even get to see him do it right off the bat you see the black spiritual pressure start to form and it makes the mask out of the spiritual pressure oh, first yeah. and then the mask oh, appears rad. on his face uh, Dordoni is happy to have finally found someone worthy and gets ready to attack him. But before Dordoni can even react, he is sliced across his body. Full fucking And he's heat. like, Full what's force. going on? And he's just like, I told you I could only show you for an instant. And then Dordoni, oh, yeah. Dordoni begins to fall as he says, what a shame. So we get a little bit of Dordoni backstory here. And he's going to he, die. He says, I, I, um, dead. <laughs> I knew that once we got the Hogyoku, the former Spada would in fact become an ineffective. Totally useless, and yet I stayed on with Lord Aizen. Even knowing all that, I stayed still, and then he passes out. We cut immediately. We see a drop of water. I remember this down, part. And Dordoni opens his eye to see Nell above him, absolutely drooling, Aww. and just drenches his face. He freaks out. It's like, what are you doing? And, like, scurries away. And he's just like, relax. Like, she's got, like, fucking healing powers in her saliva. It's like, what are, you, what are you worried about? I remember that part was funny. Just the way it was yeah. animated, she's like, Grrr. yeah. Well, and then she's like, yeah. See, and she's like fucking with her uvula in the yeah. back of her throat. Like, like I just squeeze here, and it just comes out. <laughs> and then this time she vomits. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, that's vomit. <laughs> like, that's what, uh, we uh. we get back to a serious Dordoni, and he says, "I have lost, and yet it feels good. So much power running through my being. I was completely overwhelmed with an obsession to defeat you in battle. I knew I could block any of your attacks, and after that, my counterattack would finish you off." I did not let my guard down, and yet I never saw it coming. You, you are strong, Nino. Aww. And Ichigo goes, I'm not as strong as you think. Dordoni goes, uh, I suppose I just I wanted to become an Espada again. 
The Espada are Lord Aizen's most dedicated servants, but Lord Aizen views the Espada in another way. He sees them as nothing more than a tool to fight with. I know that's how it is, but still, that has not changed what I want. Those that have stood at the top never forget the view. I felt so incredibly alive up there. I Damn. thought that if I defeated you when you were at full power, Lord Aizen would once again acknowledge my strength, and I'd be able to take my rightful place as a warrior of the Espada again. I wanted to force you to complete your holification. I wanted it so badly, and then he reaches for his sword to unsheathe it again. And says that has not changed and then gets ready to fight Ichigo. Oof. He calls Ichigo a buffoon and then goes in for another attack, even though like as he goes to charge, he's fucked up with wounds. Like he's clearly fucked up. And then that's the end of that episode. Oh. We go into the next episode. We immediately keep up with that. We see blood fly uh, across the kind of like fly out. And then the top half of Dordoni's blade goes flying with Ichigo on the other side of the room. They did the classic like samurai charge thing. Yeah. Where they're not looking at each other. Was he in hollow mask? Uh no, no he was regular I, I think it was just regular, at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ichigo says nothing and just kind of like runs off into the hallway with Nell. As like oh, a, I remember uh, that. Done. Dordoni smirks and then he senses something. Like Dordoni looks like he's about to pass out, and then yeah. he senses something coming. Like he wakes up again, mm-hmm. and we see a group of uh, let's just say Arankar beings appear in front of him. And Dordoni says, "What a surprise! What brings the Exequos Exequos here? E X E Q U I A S." You heard uh, the guys, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the Ahikas here. Yeah. Uh, they say we have orders to locate the injured intruder and execute him. Dordoni asks who those orders came from. They say uh, we can't really say. Uh, mm-hmm. Dordoni says, "Oh, so you want to get past me? I presume <gasps> that's yeah. right." And they call Dordoni trash, basically for being a privileged spada. Um, but not only that, but his sword is broken. And he can't release his form, so he yeah. doesn't even stand a chance against them in a fight. And Dordoni's like, oh, is that so? It's like, I'm much more powerful than you think. And then charges into them. So we we uh, get to see Ichigo. He's running. And then we kind of get, like, the thoughts of Dordoni here, who says, uh, I'm glad you were able to make it out of here in time, Nino. If you had counter- not countered my final attack, you would still be here and would have been executed by the squad of morons. My, power- my powers have weakened so badly, you probably could have defeated me without holifying. You must have sensed how humiliating that was for me. You transformed even though you knew it would drain your long-term strength to do so. You preserve my dignity as a warrior. I am grateful for that. And then Dordoni rushes into battle with the Ehikas. I don't know how to pronounce that. He continues to think, uh, this is the least that I can do to thank you. Aww. But beware of the ones you encounter as you move deeper into the fortress. They will cut you down without a moment's thought. Do not hesitate to attack your enemy. Do not waver when you deliver the finishing blow. It's a straight-up dungeon crawler. Above all, do not heal his wounds once you have defeated him. Yeah. You have to leave your chocolate sweetness behind. Oh, I remember that. You have to become like the devil himself, Nino. Become as strong as a demon. Become as fierce as a demon. You must learn that the only way to endure cruelty is to become cruel yourself. Otherwise, you will be consumed. We then see Dordoni's sword kind of fall from his hand, and we get a hard cut. Oh, uh, Dordoni. We see Chad. He's panting, out of breath, kneeling in front of a character that we don't get to quite make out in this point. And then we see Uryu, who's also out of breath and looking at the uh, the yo-yo bitch, as I said. I just looked her up. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then get to see Aizen. Oh. oh Aizen cool. then gets cool, the report cool, 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 that cool. uh, Preverone Espada 103, Dordoni Alessandro del Sohacio Sosacio has been killed by the intruders. That's his full name right there. Aizen is a like, badass. He got his full name. Yeah. Aizen says, I see. Apparently, it was a bit harder for the boy than I thought it would be. I assumed that def- defeating someone of Dordoni's skill level would have been less of a challenge and far easier for him. How interesting. So he thinks he'd go, shit. He then uh, says, regardless, this is like some random Aronkar came to re- report it to him. And he's, he says, then, regardless, there's something you failed to report to me, isn't there? He says, tell me then. And then releases his spiritual pressure like full on. Uh, who specifically sent the Ahikas? out to eliminate the boy and the rocker is trying to speak here but he's just like literally like, unable uh, to respond because he's being fucking crushed yeah Eisen goes what's the problem didn't i make the question clear enough for you oh then we see someone else step into the doorway and this person says it was me lord Eisen." Eisen looks up it was you size size hold on zaya laparo oh is it the glasses guy yeah pink haired glasses yeah, scientist i hate guy. him uh, he kneels down and apologizes and says he thought it was a rare opportunity so he ordered them to go at his own discretion I realize now my lord that even though I did it for you I was wrong not to ask for permission I'll accept any form of punishment you wish to administer Aizen sits back down and is like oh that won't be necessary just as long as you had a good reason and there's no re- need for Aww. me to punish you damn okay 
Uh, such a good boss. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to work for you. Zaya Laparo basically like, thank you very much, my lord. I should uh, return to my duties and goes to leave. Aizen then catches him as he's about to leave and says, however, in the future, Zaya Laparo, I want your reports to be more detailed and accurate. Oof. The Oof. data you collected from Dordoni regarding the intruder, will it be of any help to your research? Uh. And this kind of like pisses off or like ticks off Zaya Laparo that I think that the fact he even knew about whatever research mm-hmm. he's working on. He goes, yes, it will. Aizen responds, that's splendid. Keep up the good work. And then Zaya Laparo leaves. I d- why do they even have a report team? I, we kind of, we've I mean, assured Eisen that Eisen everything. knows everything. Yeah. 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 He's a damn god. He's got the fucking blind dude running the yeah. cameras. He knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> so again, appears next to Eisen in the same scene. And he's like, interesting. You seem to be having quite a lot of fun, even though one of your subordinates was just killed. And Eisen's like, do I look happy? And again says, you seem to be amused. I think maybe energized is the right word. Excited that those kids are winning fight after fight, overcoming your defenses and making their way to your inner sanctum. Aizen kind of walks away for a little bit. He's like, amuse, you say? Maybe so. I suppose I do feel something akin to that emotion. Do you find that strange, Gini? And he's like, not at all, my lord. Oddly enough, I feel somewhat the same myself. And then we get so weird. Gini's yeah, playing the hard, like, he's, yeah, he is. He's, he's playing dude. the hard game. He's yeah. imposter. He's sus. Yeah, he's straight <laughs> sus, dude. Yeah. So we cut to uh, Ashita fight now, who is basically just running constantly from the yo-yo chick, which, you know, you think about, thank God that all his dad trained him in his desire to fucking running around. That is time. true. Yeah. Stamina. He's got stamina for days. He yeah. can just keep running. Then we cut to Renji, okay. who uh, right. was being carried by Donde Chaka for some reason. And Renji can't remember how that happened. Like, why? <laughs> and uh, Renji is like, I don't know how this is. Like, you started saying you sense no spiritual pressure and then picked me up and began to run. And so then here we are. Uh, Renji finally agrees with Donde Chaka that the only thing at this point to do is we'll just look for Nell because mm-hmm. clearly he's not getting anywhere. And just then, Donde Chaka finally realizes that Pesce isn't with him as well. Oh, he's great. lost Pesce oh, and begins to freak I out. I remember where Pesce goes. Uh, th- we then cut to Ashida, who is just hiding behind one of the pillars, like trying to hide from the yo yo chick. He tries to attack the Urankar, but she just keeps blocking with the yo yo. She, yeah. like, she calls it back and blocks. Uh, Uryu attacks her this time, but then he like tells his arrow mid air as he shoots it to veer. And so it dodges her yo-yo. Like, it starts going back and forth. Dodges the yo-yo. He has some power now. Goes for the attack, but then she just jumps away. She's like, oh, yeah, that's good. You got past my yo-yo. I'm just going to move to that pillar. So, wait. Did this come out? When When was this episode released? Because I want to know. I can guarantee High School Us lost our shit if this came out anywhere near Wanted. Uh, uh, no. That's a good question. I don't know. I, don't, I couldn't place I when this I don't even remember when, the, when it happened. Because when we were reading it in high school, it was probably, like, junior year, right? When yeah. we saw Grimm yeah. and everybody. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think uh, Wanda came out in one of your high school, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, probably. it came out around it, that it time. It could be very close. Yeah. Uh, Uryu decides that he just has to attack her from, angers, from angles that she can, can't can easily react to and then begins to fire a bunch of arrows. Then why does he tell her? He's thinking to himself. Oh, okay. Um, he fires a bunch of arrows while attempting to control the direction of them going. So, like, wanted. Like, he starts Whoa. trying to, like, Curve bend him. them and make them come from behind. He's trying to do that. He's, like, firing an arrow, running, firing an arrow, running, like, trying to do it all yeah. at once. It's pretty impressive. Um, we basically end up in a game of kind of cat and mouse here where both people are trying to attack while not being hit at the same time. Beautiful. Uryu uh, finally thinks he has her cornered, and then she smirks, saying it's time to quit playing around. Apparently, which I didn't notice until this point, she had only been attacking in a straight line with her yo-yo, like throwing it and pulling oh, it yeah, back. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So Uryu's like, oh, I got her. She can't react. Then she just curves the yo-yo now and blocks all of the arrows in the midair. He's like, oh, five of them are coming from anything else. She's like, V? And just like fucking destroys all the arrows in the air. Uh, she laughs and she says that she tricked Uryu. While he was on the offensive, he broke all of these pillars and now he's in a wide open area. Oh, there oh, were just smart, too many yeah. for her to destroy on her own and they were such a bother, so he had her do it. Wild. So she says now she can weave her weapon all she wants. So I guess that's why she was only doing straight on attacks. They fight some more. Um, she's basically just still unable to hit Uryu, even after she cleared the fucking room. She goes to hit him and uh, eventually makes him block with his like bow. Like mm-hmm. he's blocking this fucking yo yo. Trying to use it as shield, she overpowers him and finally clips him in the shoulder. Ouch. Uryu Good. is panting on the ground, and we basically zoom into the hallway behind him where we see a yellow hollow mask, like a, like an eye light up oh, the shadows yeah. behind him. And we cut away from that. We go to Rukia. Everybody, what? way oh, better yeah, fight. Yeah. Way oh, better fight. Thank you. Cut to Rukia. She says that Uryu and Chad's spiritual pressure have been fluctuating for a while now and wonders if they are in a battle with the enemy. She's but running she's not up. checking on uh, Renji. Renji's not fighting. So, or, yeah, so. or Ichigo? I do think she mentions later that she had felt Ichigo before. Oh, okay. But at this point in time, she's just running and she feels Chad and Uryu. Got you. 
How um, bad do you think she'd feel if, like, you know, she finds out that Renji just got assassinated without even yeah. using his uh, power? I imagine she would be able to tell if his spiritual pressure just disappeared straight like, up. Like, she could probably I feel his base tell. level. Yeah. That, yeah. This goes from, like, oh, this is a hero thing to yeah. this is a horror film. Yeah. Where, like, yeah, friends yeah. are just dying off on the oh, sides. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's just running up a huge flight of stairs, and she finally makes it to the top where she is now out somewhere with blue skies. And Ruki is confused as fuck. How oh, this happens? Right. Like, I was inside. Now I'm outside. Like, what's happening? Uh, just then, an Aronkar teleports behind her and says, do you want me to explain it to you? Then teleports back in front of her across this long walkway and says, come with me, and then walks inside of a big building. Ah. Is he like a hooded Aronkar? Um, nope, it's Tube Guy. Tube Guy. It's a Tube Dude, yeah. Rukia follows after, after and then the door shut behind her. The Aronkar says, ah, good, I can finally relax now. Sorry, but I simply cannot stay on the sunlight out there. It does not reach inside the palace. The Aronkar then reveals a human hand on one of his hand and says allow me to take off my mask and greet you properly he then takes his mask off and says my name is Otto oh god Otto Nieto Otto Nieto listen we're just gonna butcher that last name A-R-R-U-R-U-E-I-U oh my I just can't even anyways also known as the spot of number nine which he'll be referred to as Rukia Rukia is shocked by him taking off his mask and to see the face of Kayan, which is Kayan Shiba, her uh, old vice captain. uh, Wonderful squad. um, The black haired Ichigo. Yeah. Yeah, really. It really is. She says, Kayan, no. And that's the end of that episode. We get a big cliffhanger on that one. Next episode, for some reason, we start up with Chad's fight, and we get oh, to see the Aronkar he's fighting. Like, they don't give him an introduction at all. Oh, Chad is uh, fighting? Yeah, it's like a, a black karate dude. With an orange fro. I do remember uh, this guy. He, yeah. I don't remember him at all. I remember I just saw him seeing right him. Yeah. But that's all we see. Chad's kind of getting whomped, and we go back to Rukia. This time, he refers to himself as Lieutenant Shiba, and she's asking if that's really him, thinking that there's no way he died. I killed him myself. The spot then goes, yeah, it's been a while. You're looking well, Rukia, and jumps down towards her. Oh, he talks no. to Rukia, um, saying, what do you mean? Like, of course, yeah, it's me. And he's talking with his voice, his mannerisms, yeah. everything. We get a Rukia flashback of her uh, absolutely Myron Sheba back in the yeah. day. Even though, if you remember, he was married. Yeah, yeah, and he was. I don't think she had a love relationship with him. Much, a huge admiration. Much more of like an admiration, like yeah. legitimately. Yeah. Um, but she'd still take his dick. Probably, yeah. yeah. But she was like oh, respectful no. of the fact that he was married. And like she liked the guy, the girl she was marrying oh. as well. Like they, they were close. Oh, no. Hello. My rope fell off. <laughs> I'm on your bed. What happened? <laughs> so we get a quick flashback of that. Then the Espada pulls out his sword, which kind of like pulls Rukia out of the flashback because she hears the sword being pulled out. And it turns into a wooden sword. And now he has two of them for some reason. Wow. He throws one of them to her and is like, hey, let's spar. Aww. All of a sudden, they are back in the Squad 13 barracks, like just surrounded, and they're beginning to spar. He absolutely whomps Rukia and eventually disarms her. Says, if this were a real battle, you would be dead right now. But at least you've gotten stronger. Hmm. With hmm. every action that he keeps doing and, like, speaking to Rukia, she more and more believes that it's Kayan. Mm-hmm. And she finally accepts it after losing the sparring match. He goes to a, uh, one of the pillars inside of the room, and he, like, pulls open a drawer and pulls out a couple of butt pillows. Yeah. <laughs> throws it Rukia. He's like, here, sit. Like, we have a lot to discuss. Like, sit down. Nice. So they, they begin uh, talking while sitting on their butt pillows. Kayan explains that um, the last night my fi- – or that night, my physical body began to crumble right after the battle. And later, after saying goodbye to the Shiba home, I disintegrated. The hollow was one of Aizen's test subjects, which if you remember, the hollow he died to was like a parasite yeah. that would like, mm-hmm. go inside of your body and take you over. After being destroyed, I returned to Huacomundo and, re- and the body regenerated itself. That's how it was designed. The hollow had fused his body to mind, and when it regenerated, it came back in my physical form. I guess it probably all went according to the master plan, but for some reason, my mind was in charge of our combined body. Oh, oh interesting. He says, uh, I took one of the Espada's places, and I've been waiting ever since to get my revenge on Aizen. He says, outside, you saw the blue skies. Aizen created those blue skies on the Lost Notches ceiling like paint on a canvas. Everything the light from those blue skies touches is under Aizen's watchful surveillance. Oh, that makes sense. That's pretty sick. He continues, and uh, he says, Rukia, I'm just glad it was you that ended up here. I've got a plan, and I think you're the only person who can help me pull it off successfully. He says, let's go somewhere else, Rukia. Follow me. And he goes to walk off. Rukia runs after him to follow. He smirks and then turns around and tries to attack her, but Rukia dodges at the last second, right as it slices her fucking cheek. Oof. Uh, oof, oof we cut oof. away from that now. We see Gen sitting at like a kind of a control panel, and Olkiora shows up. Olkiora's doing a lot of talking in these episodes. He's kind of like roaming around, having a good time. He's just whatever he does. Anti emo. I don't know why they identify so hard with him. Yeah, so yeah, Olkiora right? shows up. He says he's here for an update. 
and he asked if anybody has arrived at an Espada Palace. Gain comments. They saying, all have their own palaces. <laughs> apparently, damn. Gain comments saying that he always thought Okiara hated him and is surprised he's talking to him. Hey. And he goes on to mention that it's like you know I used to talk to Loopy and I've been so lonely since he died. So it's like we should talk more. It's like we should. Fucking Gin, dude. Yeah, Gin is awesome. He's yeah. really cool. But he's um, loopy. Too bad his head got blown off. Yeah. So Okiura comes over to like the control panel where Gin is sitting at and asks what this is. And you can see like a little maze on mm-hmm. the thing. And it's like a path of it is glowing. Mm-hmm. And he says uh, Okiura is like controlling the passageways. And Gin goes on. It's like, no, I would never do something like that. Uh. <laughs> and he says, it's just that I enjoy happy endings. Uh. So he clearly led Rukia to a spot of number nine. nine. <clears throat> There's an episode we were talking about yeah. where Aizen was like headcanning. Yeah. It's Gin. It's, it's Gin. So yeah. Gin's doing it. Oh. Uh. Um, we go back to Kain versus Rukia after that. And he's saying how happy it is that she's grown like that and was able to dodge his attack. So he's still playing playing the, the card of Kain. No. Rukia <laughs> wants to know how much of what he actually said was true. He says all of it. Is it so strange that there's a scenario where I'm trying to kill you? He reintroduces himself as Kain again and says, you, you're Rukia Kuchiki. You're the one who took my life. It's like, do you understand Damn. now why I'm trying to kill you? Come now. You haven't forgotten the feeling of when you stabbed me. Oof. Rukia thinks to herself, basically saying that she hasn't forgotten and he's telling the truth. Kain asks if she's ready to atone for her crime and die by the hands of the man she murdered. Rukia kneels down and is like, yes, I am, but not right now. I was like, dumb bitch. I need you to wait. She goes on to say, I ran away, but no matter how far I ran away or how many years passed, that pain never went away. Thinking when she killed uh, Kain. Kain. But if killing me can take away that grudge, if uh, sorry, but if killing me can take away that grudge you hold against me, then I would gladly give you my life. But first, I came here to Wakamundo to save Orhime. I came here to save my friend. Until then, I can't give you my life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, awkward so silence pres- yours again. follows that as they kind of just stare at each other. Then Kyan laughs and goes like, "Oh, relax. It was just a joke. Like, why you, just- dude? Oh, I'm having wow, a this guy, emotional yeah. rollercoaster. Oh, I don't dude. like this." Uh, he says that he has a plan that only she can <laughs> help with. So don't worry. If you want to make up for the horrible thing you did to me, then I have something you do for me right now. Take him off. <laughs> Whoa. He goes, I want you to bring me the heads of your four friends. You're familiar with all of their abilities and weaknesses, so you shouldn't have to worry about being hurt. If you do this, we'll wipe the slate clean, and I'll completely forgive you for having killed me. Rukia says nothing and then kind of, of pauses, course, yeah. and she goes, then uh, well, then she says, you're not going to say it's a joke this time, are you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, you, or she says, you never joke about something like that. She then grabs his hand and kind of shoves him away from her. And she says, don't you dare insult Kai and Shiba. She says uh, a lot of nice things about Kai and Shiba here that I'm going to skim over. Thank you. But then continues on saying, uh, the Kai and Shiba that I knew, everyone in Squad 13 loved and respected. That man was nothing like you. Even after I stabbed him, as his lungs filled with blood and could barely breathe anymore, but still put up with the pain just so you could speak to me one final time. And he said, this is his quote here. He said this, but thanks to you, I'm saved. Now I get to leave my heart here. The oh. Espada goes like, no, wait, Rukia, of course I'm kind. What are you talking about? Rukia screams and is like, don't you ever say that name again, and goes to Shikai and then attacks him going on the full offensive here. It's all about time, woman. So Rukia is kind of fucking him up, like, yeah. really good. Like, she's pushing him back. Like, he's nice. having, like, fall back. But you could argue that, you know, he's playing the role. Yeah, yep. true. Um, Rukia, he's an actor. Yeah. Rukia corners him, and he says that I think you're forgetting I'm the one who taught you in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... They fight some more. He is still kind of sticking to the Kai and Shiba stick the whole fight. Um, Rukia sends him flying back, stabs the ground, Sugi no Mai, Hakuren, but he just recovers and runs away from it. Like, he tries the freezer. He's like, nope, and just (laughs) dips away. He goes on to say, he says, you can't defeat him like that, and then starts to do an evil laugh, and that's the end of this episode. (laughs) Uh, A little different, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, if Donate Chaka needs a new voice actor, we'll call you for that one. We pick up with Rinji, who can now sense Rukia's spiritual pressure and wonders if she's winning or not. He tries to get a read on her, but she's just too far away. We cut back immediately to Rukia versus Kayan, which I'm so glad we're not hopping all over the place. Uh, She's putting up probably the best fight out of anybody so far. Nice. And she's fighting a legit Espada. Yeah, and she's only true. in Shikai. Yeah, like she's not going after a fake Espada. She's yeah. full Espada, and she's doing the best. She's got the most experience. She's good for her. Yeah, you could argue that. Yeah. yeah. The the room is now like kind of filled with mist and like fog because they're fighting with ice inside of a room. Oh, that's, and so yeah. Kain kind of keeps like hiding in the fog and then coming out to attack, like hit and run on Rukia. Gorilla. Uh, Kain says that he helped her learn both of her dances, which are the two uh, ice moves that she uses, so they won't work on him. Rukia then feels uh, takes a second to feel Ishida and Chad fighting. 
Cayenne at this point fills her in on the Prevalone Espada, saying that that's who they're fighting. And she's suddenly reve- like relieved. Like, oh, she's okay. Like, oh, they'll win. But then he tells her that, oh, yeah, hey, they're all ex-Espada with the skills of trained assassins. So you shouldn't be relieved. He tells her that one of her friends defeated one earlier, but not without consequences, which she immediately knew was Ichigo. Uh, so course, that's why I'm thinking yeah. she sensed Ichigo already. Uh, okay. But like the moment he said that, she was like, oh, Ichigo. Oh, like, shit. So, that dumbass. They begin to fight again. He finally says he's tired of this and releases his Shikai, which is the water trident, if you guys remember. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. every time he attacks, he fucking shoots water out and, like, a big ass splash is badass. I remember having a wallpaper of him. It's cool. It. He's yeah. so cool. It's so cool. Is uh, this the strongest wa- water type? I don't know. Then? I don't know. He does. I, I don't know yeah, if he mentions he it mentions yet, it, but yeah. he has not mentioned it. In the episodes I watched. Got you. Um, he asked Rukia if this brings back memories and then starts to attack her. Rukia is now on full defense against that. She starts to think that his unique upper body stance is so familiar. The spear techniques, like a beautifully choreographed dance, using one wrist as the center of rotation, the way he splits the enemy in two by crushing them with a blast of spirit energy and slashing them with his spear. Without a doubt, these were Kai and Shiva's techniques. No matter how much my heart denies it, my eyes and my brain try to tell me that this man is the real Kayan. But the core of my being can't accept it. I must trust in the mentor who lives on in my heart, not the imposter who stands before me. Oh, God. I hate this. Because what if I had a change of heart? Like, what if if Mm -hmm. I died Mm -hmm. and Sam's coming back and it's like, Sam killed me way back when. Mm -hmm. And he'd just do it again. Okay, obviously. But it wasn't. It really hurt (laughs) Sam. Without a beat. Sam really felt it. It was difficult to kill me. Let's be honest. If it was Danny, I feel like Danny would be like, you know what, Josh, this hurts me more than you. No, he's already accurately. <laughs> uh, he's already said, you know, like uh, Josh, you need me more than I need you. So, I've got terrible friends. I guess is what we're going with. Yeah. But uh, I feel like, what if I had a change of heart? I didn't. You know, maybe I'm just like I don't like Rookie anymore. She was kind of annoying when she was in my uh, okay. squad, and I'm pissed at her. Mm. Maybe I do want to kill her. She okay. killed me. Sure. And now she's like, no, he was a good guy. He liked us all. I'm going yeah, to kill him. Yeah, they kind of put now. you in a shitty spot. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, how do it's I like, tell oh, her? Fuck, she thought that highly of oh, me. Oh, yeah. No, I, I really fucked didn't things like up. It. Yeah, what if he had like a stalker? And then just he, fucking then loved he you. just pretends to be a really good guy, and he's like, "Oh, here, have yeah. some of this." But he put poison in there. Yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah, thinking that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she does finish saying basically, um, "I must trust in the man who taught me to fight and gave me a place where I knew I belonged." Oh, I must believe in the warm, kind-hearted Kai and I once knew. So I put you in a really shitty spot. Yeah. We cut back to Ichigo now, who is also feeling Ruki's spiritual a uh, spiritual pressure, which he's awful at doing that. So obviously, he's the last one to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Because she, he feels Rukia's spiritual pressure, and then he realized that it's not just her, but uh, Chad and Uryu as well. Oh. Uh, while Ichigo is worrying about friends. his friends, he's kind of squeezing Nell super uh, hard. Oh, and, and she, she started going, I can't breathe, I can't <laughs> breathe. He snaps out of it, like pushes her down, and says, oh, sorry, sorry. But then she's like, goodbye, and pretends to die. Oh, she asks, uh, Ichigo's like apologizing, and she asks Ichigo, like, is, like, is, Ichigo, are you truly sorry? Like with her eyes closed. He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. And Nell goes, I suppose I'll forgive you if you give me a piggyback ride. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love Nell. Then Ichigo and Nell run off with Nell on his shoulders now. As they're running away, Ichigo says, I swear I'm never having kids. Which, Aww. which, fucking Fucking How many got? Two, right? Big, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just going one. Is I can guarantee one? I don't you, remember. Yeah. Aizen or, um, why can't I remember blind dude's name? Tosin. Tosin has the tapes. He's going to send yeah. that to the fucking future kids. It's like a baby gift. Yeah. Like, yeah. The baby shower. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got you guys. This. Let's watch. This is a good time. In case, Who, you, in case Ichigo wins, yeah. you know, here. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to Kain versus Rukia after that. I just thought that was a funny tidbit. Rukia uh, shoots a uh, Kido, a Kain, but he dodges Hano. and it hits the wall behind him. And the wall opens up, letting sunlight jump in, and Kayan kind of jumps away from the sunlight. He's oh, a vampire. Yeah. This tips Ruki off, and she wonders why he just ran. He dodged her attack and could have finished her right there if he wanted to. Like, she says nothing he's made has made since the be- since the beginning. And uh, starting with the explanation for why he why they had to come inside. This much I know: everything he has said so far has been a lie. Why did he invite me into this tower before removing his mask? She thinks back to him saying that he can't stand the sunlight out there. She says, I don't believe he's telling the truth, but it's worth testing out to see what's really going on. So uh, she then fires Bakudo number four, Hainawa, which ties him up in like some lightning rope, like lightning kind of wraps around him. Um, Kayan is like, it's like, what are you doing? You're just stalling for time. Like, this isn't going to keep me. Kayan, she starts, so she starts chanting and kind of like, oh, a double incantation. She must be desperate. Then she does Bakudo number 61, Riku Jokoro. 
which is the uh, like the six beams of light that lock you around your waist. You know, oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's sort of revealing oh, light. Yeah. yeah, but it like wraps around your race, uh, your waist. Then she does Hado number 73, mm-hmm, Soren Sokatsu, and fires a huge blue blast at him, but hits the wall behind him. He's still held there in place because he's got the fucking lock on him. He's got to so wait three turns. the sun is beaming down right on him. He screams as his face kind of begins to melt away from the sun. Hot. And that reveals the classic, the tall tank with the two tiny yeah. heads inside yeah. of it that uh, we all remember. Uh, the top head has a really deep voice, while the bottom head has a really like high-pitched one. High-pitched kind of uh, techno-y voice. The Spada goes, uh, hmm, I guess our cover is done, and reintroduces himself as the Spada number nine. Uh, same name, Auto Nieto. Rugia asks what they are. They're like, don't make us repeat ourselves. We are known as the Spada number nine. They say his name again. And oh don't God. ask us about our faces. We are tired of hearing people's opinions. Aww. They go, let's talk about your technique instead. Uh, Riku Jokoro among the current Soul Reaper captains Byakia Kichiki is the one most adept with this particular Kido which is the one that locked him in place yeah. Rukia is like kind of surprised that he was able to know about that they continue He's saying a, a double incantation using Riku Jokoro and Soden Sok- Sokatsui we don't have a memory of you being able to use those particular techniques but you blew your chance if you had hit if you, if you had the skills to hit us directly with that Kido you might have been easily able to inflict a serious injury on us Oh, well, that's like, I didn't aim for you. I realized that the sunlight would strip you of your shape shifting powers and in the process reveal your true forms. They're confused by why that, why she would do that. Why does that matter? Uh, she says it was critically important to me and approve my point. I had to reassure myself that you weren't actually Kyan. Hey. Now that I know the truth, I have no reservations about this battle. I can fight you without holding back and destroy you. Fight, fight, fight. And Is they go, she a sleeper badass? She's a yeah. badass. So, so far, the whole series, she's had best features. Okay? She has. Yeah, best true. features by far. She's does had some of the best fights. She had a rough showing in the the, the bounce arc. Wasn't yeah, great. but she's had some of the best fights. Uh, not in early Espada ones. Yeah, she got her ass beat. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she made up for that. Yeah, she came in with uh, a cool outfit. Yeah, hell yeah. So they say, uh, did we hear you correctly, Rukia? Did you say you could win now that you don't have to hold yourself back? Rukia goes, you have good hearing for someone who has no ears. Oh, ooh. they teleport. They teleport behind her and say, don't take us lightly. We can't use our power in the sunlight. That is true. But as long as we stay in the shadows, we're indestructible. We can use it endlessly. And then they begin reforming the face of Kyan around them. Uh, they go on to say, I don't know what Lord Eisen was thinking, whether he put the light there for security or not. It's been a real pain in the ass. <laughs> Huekamuno operates just fine in the dark. I can't believe Lord Eisen tried to copy the sunlight from the real world of the, of the living, especially when there are so many others who need the dark to operate at their best, which I don't think ever comes up again. No. Oh. I don't think there's we ever run into huh. anybody else. Because like, oh, all the other the dark. do fine just yeah. out there. But I think all the – no, because Grimjo fights in the light. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he fuck. Well, Gura definitely fights in the dark. The, the yeah, big fight against each other. Uh, they fight in the dark. What is it? He releses his oh, first form yeah. while they're, yeah, they're uh, definitely fighting the outside, and then they shatter the yeah. ceiling, which I thought was uh, sick. Didn't sick wanna, metaphor. Well, he didn't want to break the. Fu- he didn't want to hurt Los Noches or something, right? Like he wanted to go outside of it. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but all I remember is they're breaking the ceiling on their powers. So it's like you know we're a lot more powerful. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, you see, he, they go on to continue. They say you seem to be under the impression that I have the ability to shape shift. Rukia goes, am I wrong? And they go, nope, not exactly. I'm just saying that there's so much you haven't seen. Ooh, that's my bitch. No, here's some interesting knowledge that I I would be surprised if either of you remember. You don't know, but I'm the only Gillian who's also a member of the Espada. I do remember this. Okay. I don't remember that. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't have nearly enough power to become a member of of the Espada. But it's it's his special tricks that that make him Yeah, here I am a full-fledged member, and I'm number nine. So he's kind of bagging on Yami there. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Yami sucks. Um, so why would they make an exception? They were impressed. Out of all of the Arankars in Huekamuno, I'm the only one who has the ability to evolve infinitely. Oh, that's right. The power to merge with another entity originally belonged to a creature called Metastasia, who took over Kai and Shiba's body when they fought. So that was the original Hall. Mm-hmm. When Metastasia died, his body returned to Huekamundo, and that's when I made my move. I ate him and made him his power mine. Oh. <clears throat> he takes off his other glove and reveals that he basically has like a tentacle, kind of like kind of like a sarlacc pit. Oh, oh yeah. Um, he says his true power is called Gluttonoria. I devour dead hollows and absorb both their spirit energy and abilities. When Metastasia came back in Kai and Shiba's body, I devoured him and I was able to absorb both of their abilities. Rukia says that explains all your knowledge. He says, of course, you weren't wrong to believe you were talking to the actual Kai and Shiba because the body really did belong to Kai and Shiba. The muscles retain all his experience. 
and the mind retains all of his memories. Damn. They're accessible to my use. It's an elegantly effective system when you think about it. Wow. That is pretty crazy. He, yeah. yeah. He uh, continues saying, I simply access all of his memories and acted accordingly. He <sighs> says, it's the end game. Allow me to demonstrate. I'll show you what an Espada Sword release actually looks like. Oh, and then and says, see it. devour her gluttonaria. Then goes full kind of nasty uh, Cthulhu squid thing. Yeah, nice. yeah. With his tiny little body on the top. Nice. And that's the to be continued there. So hot. So that is episode uh, 155, where we end on, if anybody wants to keep up. Um, and I'm making a note of that specifically because the previews for next time show Udu's fight. Only Udu's fight. So they're so just going to completely – I'm pretty sure yeah. we will not come back to this fight for a few episodes. I vaguely remember this fight, and we all hated it. Between the Uriu fight? The, with the, yeah, Uriu and it's the not fight. good. It's, it's not Uriu. a good showing. I mean, uh, Uriu barely has anything yeah. good going. It's uh, like he does have cool stuff. Like I can remember the top of my head – the part where he put the five swords in the ground and does the fucking yeah, he does that part was cool as yeah. fuck. Yeah. I remember that part. And I was like, but everything else, like, yeah, I don't care. Cause there's just afterwards what they fight number eight. They fight Xylaparo. Yeah. Xylaparo. And then they end up needing rescuing. Yes. Cause it's yes. him, Renji and Pesce and Don DeChak, yeah. I think. Are yeah. There. So it's like, it just doesn't work. Like, I don't know if there's something about Uriu that it's just, it's not exciting. It's like, cause I mean, they, you know, they went the, uh, and, anime way where they give uh the protagonist a side character that's yeah. pretty powerful but then you know and it wouldn't they be just a, did him wrong as it all. wouldn't be a bleach boys podcast if we don't spoil thousand year blood war arc but even yeah. in that he's not that he great pretends to be a bad guy we all know he's pretending to be a bad guy yeah. and it's like it's just useless it's yeah. like it's, and what's even funnier is we don't even have voice inflection saying that it's just literally him talking yeah like written words like oh wow yeah it just I, doesn't do anything for me. And you know, I was so I was just gonna make a joke. I was like, "Oh, it's like having a main character like Shino from uh, Naruto that mm-hmm. no one fucking really yeah. likes." And I remember his voice actor in English is the same person. Oh, is oh, it really? Yeah. Oh no. It's, okay. And so I was just like, "Oh, oh shit!" It's so monotone the whole time. He just talks like this. Yeah. It's. I swear. It's. But him. it's like he has. So like, it's weird because like Uriu, he's funny in like the bants. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. funny. He's definitely funny. But when then he gets it's like, like riled up. Yeah. But then it's like I don't know. Like him fighting and stuff. It's boring. I think it's just it could have been done way better because I remember even he in the gets manga bad I didn't fights. like it. I think yeah. he gets bad just matchups because yeah. he's the ranged guy. So like, oh, we're gonna give him a ranged It'd fight. Cool. It's like watching Danny play all the time. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. It's it's like I don't know. And then it's like the one not ranged fight he gets. He gets his hand fucking cut off. Yeah, Olkiora. Oh, yeah. ooh, yeah. Well, that was a bad matchup regardless. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't think he's but on that. Still, it's like he would be perfect in that matchup because he's flying around. It's like yeah. sending the range guy in. That's like true. they fucking took out the dragon with a bow in yeah. the Hobbit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like fucking yeah. send him in. And I would say Olkiora is the closest thing we have to yes. smog. Yeah. You know? yes. So okay. Until Yami gets all. He's angry. got the same level of intelligence and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah he's a smart true. dude. Speaks angrily, but like yeah, very a calm. fucking nice treasure. Yeah, you know, or Hime. Wild, wild. Yeah, I yeah. think I th- just think Udi was poorly handled. I think he. Also- I, I completely agree. Uh, the thought of it, like the whole Quincy thing, I think is really yeah. cool and it has a great story. It mm-hmm. just wasn't executed all that well, just yeah. in terms of fighting. Other than that, the characters are right. He's also like an exposition guy where he's like, mm-hmm. this is how her powers work. This is, and then you yeah. like see him lose to those powers because then they're like, oh, is we it changed weird it. that it like it's it's worse when he figures it out rather than them explaining it? Because like everybody else's fight, I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. let's go back to Ichigo. Mm-hmm. He basically gets the, the guy's power explained to him. Yeah, because like, yeah, he's this, a dummy. It's my power, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, I accept that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But then Udi is like, oh, I got to figure out the power. Oh, she could do this. Oh, no, wait, I was wrong. He could do this. So I think the problem is he figures it out one step at a time instead of having the bad yeah. guy just fucking, here, here's my power. Here's how it works. And I think we're, like, require, like, direct satisfaction. He's satisfi- trying to be yeah. too much Shikamaru. Just, yeah. Oh. You know how Shikamaru is super yeah. smart? Is you see, sh- I think he could be in a good position if they would ever do a team fight like that. Do, do they do team fights in fucking? Uh, they don't do team fights don't in do Bleach, team fight. right? That's not the a thing. one team fight. I'm pretty sure we got to see was Urahara and Yoroichi's Cause brother. Because I'm thinking of the team fight, you know, with like uh, we're going to fucking Naruto talk, but um, the guy that you like with the uh, the two. Asuma, Asuma. When they had their team fight, that shit was awesome. Yeah, and that's where fucking like Uryu would be good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like if he could be like a back tactics guy. Yeah, like do this, do this, do this. That would be definitely. He'd be great. But they don't do team fights. Yeah, yeah. It's because Bleach is very much one on one almost. And then what was it? The only team fight we got was uh, Urahara, Yoroichi's brother, and. Oh, a thousand year blood war. Well, yeah, and then even then they take turns. Yeah, because Yoroichi's brother. 
Uh, yeah, it's like a little. It looks like almost. He like looks a like girl. her. Yeah, but, but much younger. But yeah. Oh, I yeah. vaguely remember. Yeah. That. Basically, I think all Urahara does is get him in position for Grimjo to just come in and rip his heart out. Yeah, it kind of is. Well, not oh, not Yoroichi's brother, but the oh. the the Storm Raider he's fighting. fighting. Yeah, it wasn't really a good showing. So they really don't. Well, no, that's wrong. They do. I, well, Byakuya they, and um, they, yeah. Yami. Kibachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Kibachi. do team fights, but it's like you don't. They're, they're trying to outdo each other. Because they thing also repeat that same thing yeah. in Thousand Year Blood War Arc where they fight the giant Viking guy. And they but can't, they have Mitsugaya. They can't kill the him. The Viking guy was crazy, and they, though. they eventually just like 3v1 until mm-hmm. eventually you know, they fucking give some give, which I don't but think we ever get to see. The no, result of it? Yeah. Well, we only, know they won, but I that's about it. The reason that he they win is because of the whole Soul King thing. They do the oh they pull, they pull yes. all the stuff yeah. in, and he dies because he got his stuff from yes. the, yeah. Oh, you right. pulls you yes, walk pulls all right. the Quincy you're powers. Right. Yeah. Right. The only right. reason they're right. able to win because like he's the guy who does his like full reveal, starts fucking shit. But that up. guy was crazy. Yeah, he's, he's unkillable. Crazy. He was. He's OP, literally yeah. Because isn't it like every time he gets hurt, he gets bigger? Or yeah, something yeah. Like yeah. That, that makes you think. You know how how does you walk die? How, how's that? That's true. He's got that. We fade to black. Don't you know? Remember our Lord and Savior Eisen. He uh, you know, he tricked him. Boy, dude, he's my fucking boy. Love oh, that literally, all he needed was a wrist, uh, his eye, He's and his awesome. mouth. He's fucking That's, awesome. And he literally took him out. But it, Ichigo beat him. So well, do you think it's fair could, to say nah, Ichigo? Nah, I, I'm with Sam. It was all Aizen because he made him drop his guard. Aizen he basically is, was like, here you go, buddy. You know, no, 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 no. I'm saying because fuck you off. Do you think because they're like comparable they're on equivalent fight oh, they, me, that was let, another let team me fight spin too you a, a bit a bit of a more fun question and then we'll end the podcast after this okay the five war potential that Yuwak is looking after so aizen mm-hmm. i think kipachi yep um ichigo, ichigo is one of them yeah. urahara i think it was urahara urahara who, who am i missing who's five was it uh, um it was captain commander right who kiraku chill captain no it's not him Okay, so you take the five war potential, right? Mm-hmm. Which we got the four correct. Urhar, Ichigo, Aizen, and uh, bald Kimpachi, and bald guy who can rewrite names yeah. and do whatever the fuck he, he controls, wants. He controls, like... He controls fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's fucking open. Who would fuck. win in a battle royale? You Aizen. Put all five of them into a coliseum. Here's the problem. You ready, go. Aizen. Okay, Aizen. <laughs> but, uh, so, Aizen... Wait, is it Aizen full power or Aizen just how he is now? Sure, Aizen full power. Oh. I, I think Aizen because it literally took Ichigo's Mugetsu to get to him. And he didn't die. And yeah. But so obviously they're Aizen and Zero Squad Guy are front runners. They're right? broken. They're yeah. broken. Yeah. They're straight broken. The only reason Zero Squad Guy lost is because fucking you are. Main bad you, guy is you, you know, more bad, bad guy plot. Yeah. Um, so they would obviously be the two going out. They have kind of similar powers where mm-hmm. the bald guy can erase stuff from existence, really. Yeah. yeah. Like if you don't have he a name. He just erases the name. He could have removed the name of his Zanpakuto. But he Aizen walks in with his Zanpakuto running. Like he, he that's always, the issue. Yeah, he, that's, the, that's yeah, his thing. This, so this argument we're having is fundamental flaws in comic books, in my opinion. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You make you. characters that are so fucking broken, you can't kill them. And then you make them the bad guy. You I are think, the same person. I think Zero Squad Guy would win. I, so? I agree with the amount that. of power because he can erase you from existence. He erased Yuwak from existence, but then Yuwak's fucking dumb. He uh, turned him into an ant or something at one yeah, point. He yeah, just, he can literally like he's like, yeah, if I erase your name, you're just gone. Oh, that's right. Like literally, that's but all I, he has to do. I forget how it works though. Does he have to touch you or something for him to I be think able he to? He just do fucking it? writes it. Like if he, he does it just like that, oh, then you're yeah, right. he wins. <laughs> he just, like, he's the one that wrote all the hotos, right? I have no uh, idea. I don't remember. That's a way lost yeah, in my memory. But um, I, because I'm pretty sure the, I remember. He gives the names for Zanpakuto's, I think. Because I'm pretty sure I remember he fucks with you walking slowly erases his name. He's like, yeah. oh, if I do this, this happens. If I do this, this happens. That was a great fight. Should have just yeah. done it right away. And he fucks him up. And then he's like, oh, well, I have the power to fuck with the future or whatever. So Yeah, yeah you all does some weird if shit. If he just wants to exist, I think he can exist. That's no when problem. he does that weird eye thing and there's like multiple eyes. Yeah, he comes eyes. back. Yeah. So Which, I think he would win. Aizen would be obvious close second. Now, we come down to Kenpachi, Ichigo, and Urahara, okay? Well, Kenpachi's pow- overpowered. He's but he- power incarnate. He, like yeah, he's straight up just incarnate. strength. Would you we say? We don't know what Ichigo's new Bankai or anything does. Yeah, we just saw his release, and that's yeah. it. Okay, we're going to go to Black Clover for a second. Yami. Sure. I love him. He was stuck in a separate dimension, so he had to come up with a new way to get out of this dimension. So he came up dimension with a multi-dimensional slicing. slice. Mm-hmm. Do you think Kenpachi is capable of di- like cutting through dimensions at this point? No, no. You don't think so? He can't. He's raw he can power. Literally he's cut not through anything. He's raw power. He's not. Uh, you know, he doesn't know how to use it. It's not like I'm, it's not like Boo when he's trapped in the hyperbolic time chamber that just screams so loud he breaks through. 
Because Kimpachi at the point from the point that we know him at, he also breaks his arm after a slash. just one yeah. swing. So he's yeah. kind of a little bit like Deku, where yeah. Yeah. if yeah, you just very... run the clock out really quick, it's gonna end Have badly. Swing for a couple of times. So I honestly think, having not know anything about what Ichigo does, I am saying he's coming last. Really, Kimpachi? Ichigo? Oh, Ichigo! I'm saying Ichigo's coming last. I agree because fucking Urahara can just piece himself back together. Yeah, so I'm saying Urahara's got this, the strength yeah. and the tactics to probably take third. I would agree with that. And so you think Kempachi is stronger Kimpachi, than Ichigo? Yeah, I think yeah, Kempachi is stronger than Ichigo. In, what, in terms of brute force, I agree. We don't know what Ichigo can do, so it's hard to place him. But from what we've seen him do, what he's able to do, he can't do Mugetsu again. Yeah, that's true. But it's like from what we've he could. seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't even know if he has Mugetsu anymore. We don't know anymore. what his he, new release yeah. does at all. We don't he's know got, anything about He's got the twin blades this So just time by out. that, he's at a disadvantage. So, But also, you have to keep in mind, he did win he against you won because yeah, of Aizen. We don't know. The answer is yes. So, <laughs> so I'm trying to say I, I still is, hate the fact that it goes, oh, he's like, you you saw my bonk. Or he's like, you saw my sword, remember? And then immediately Ichigo goes to cut and then fade. So, yeah, I'm saying zero squad first place. Then um, Aizen, Aizen, Aizen. Then uh, Urahara, Urahara. Then Kampachi and Ichigo. Ichigo. I agree completely. And uh, you know what? I think you're right because zero squad is older than Aizen. Yeah. And yep. uh, he probably already knows Aizen's thing. He's probably one of the few people that has not seen Aizen's Shikai. So but he could alternatively, probably... you could say he's also seen Aizen's Shikai because, because he gave it the name. Seen, yeah. Yeah. He's probably oh. seen all of them. Because his is what? Oh. Kyoka Tsuigetsu, something like that? I don't remember. I Do we ever see Aizen's Bankai? No. No, he never releases it. So he God still tier has people that. need to have Bankais. <laughs> so we got what? Fucking uh, Ashido? Ashido, yeah. yeah, yeah. We yeah. need to see that. Maybe he, he might, might show he it. Might, yeah. It's it auto completed Ashido Bankai. And he could also be in the fucking five war powers, but he's a filler character. Yeah. We don't know. Shame. Shame. Fuck, dude. Sorry, my filler army, me, Ashido, and Kadia walking into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> all the ba- or the fucking mod souls are just what chilling. Up? The fucking bartenders. Hey, Cohen is there. Hey, hey get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Get you're the, the funny one. one. You're a normie. <laughs> yeah. Fucking normie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, we're at the filler bar don't mind us hey actually that would be a cool name the filler bar <laughs> okay. i want kane and um oh kane koga just to kane be chilling having a drink in the back yeah. table yeah just like, Lads. my boy all right well let's call it that's been bleach boys episode 11 hopefully you guys enjoy that if you're watching along or you see something you don't recognize because well, we fucking forget all yeah. a lot if you have any of the answers to the questions that we didn't know Feel free to let us know in the comments. Also, because, the pronunciation whoo. of some of them. I do oh. speak Spanish. No, I, if they write, the pronunciation does nothing for me. I don't know how yeah. to read those. <laughs> so yeah, don't waste your time on the pronunciation. But thanks for watching. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching anywhere else, be sure to leave us a nice review and a rating. It helps us out. We're very small. We're little tiny people. But we, we get in little we, like, We're like baby we wanna be like Dom yeah. Pan- We want to be like Dom Panini where we get to the top and enjoy the view. Thanks for watching. We'll see you yeah. guys next time. <laughs>